she scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. SDPN and PWHPA presents Hockey, like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show with Liz Knox and Carol Emard. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Welcome back, sports fans. The Noxie and Cax Show on SDPN uh, in partnership with the PWHP. I'm just laughing because Cax just did her impression of our, <laughs> our theme song to get me going here. Uh, it is it is an early one, but that's good. We're we're happy to be here. So today's episode, obviously, just the two of us again. Yeah. I like to I do this it. every once in a while. We get some alone time. <laughs> it's needed, you know? It's it is needed. needed. And, <laughs> um, and today we're basically just going to kind of talk about the PWHPA. There's been some questions floating around, you know, how do we even know each other? How did the PA start? Um, some misinformation out there. So I feel like we could just do a little catch up, maybe recap some of our episodes. And then we are also going to talk about uh, the, the Washington Showcase, which I was at. And the rivalry rematch, which Cax was able to watch. I wasn't. I'm not exactly in my home base right now, if you couldn't tell. I was going to say, maybe you need to address the fact that you're sitting in front of a beautiful <laughs> headboard there and those two lamps on the wall. Yes, this is not my decor, although I might adopt it. It's very nice. Uh, I, am, I am in Mexico right now. So, uh, nice. yeah, happy to. We couldn't, we couldn't miss another episode. We missed one a few weeks ago and... I felt very guilty about it. So we want to make sure this happens. Um, <laughs> dedicated. We are dedicated fans. <laughs> everywhere. Okay. Oh, so yeah. let's, let's get into the, the, like the bones, the beginning of the PWHPA um, and start with, I guess I, we can name our player board. I, I'm sure everybody knows who's on it, but obviously the one, the only Karel Amard. <laughs> And then we have Sarah Nurse, Brianne Jenner, Hillary Knight, Nora Ratsu, Kendall Coyne, Schofield, uh, Jocelyn Lamour, Alyssa Galliardi, and Kim Sass. So that yeah. is our representation. That's a that's a pretty official board. Um, but then we also have some some nice and great people helping us as a. <laughs> advisors and Liz Knox is part of it. And so is Shannon Zabados yes. um, on this too. And then the, the one thing, so obviously it's the board um, player board and the representation and we're part of the, the discussions and the decisions, but uh, it's always uh, in terms of the players get to know and approve as well too uh, on top of it. So yeah, it, this is the PWHPA uh, board, but uh, I guess we're going to get deeper and deeper into how it was formed. And yeah. um, a couple more things for, for the people listening, because I, I agree, people don't necessarily know who we are, what we do exactly, yeah. and if we're a league or an association. So And, and so timing. information kind of like funnels through the board to the players and then back, back you out. Know, back yeah. out. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it was, just, it was the easiest way for us to like build a communication structure. And it's funny because like even when the PA was formed, which we'll get to in a second, but like yeah. we didn't really know what we were doing. <laughs> Like no. <laughs> the, the CBHL folded and like, I, I got a phone call the next day from Hillary Knight and Kendall Coyne. And they were like, Hey, I, I was with the CBHL players association at the time. And they were like, we need to do something. Like we need to get the players on a phone call. So I was like, okay, like, you know, and, yeah. and we just like, go ahead. <laughs> I know. I, I was just going to say, I remember the, the one phone call I was driving and, um, actually at the time Hillary was living in Montreal and stuff. So, uh, the first, the, when the news went down and everything, like the first thing I did, I was like, you need to call Liz Knox. I don't <laughs> care what the heck happens. Um, but, and she was with the CDAB at the time too. So she knew all the Canadian, uh, a little bit more. And then, uh, Kendall was going to switch over. There was a couple of things that were going to happen the following year. And, uh, anyways, when, when that went down and officially seized, uh, all operations or, uh, it was like, okay, we got a chair here that kind of knows what she's talking about. It seems like she knows and represent really well the players. And I'm on the board of the C-Dub saying, I am so disappointed. We need to push more <laughs> and complaining to you all day, every day. So it was the right step to do. I was like, bring the American and Liz, and then let's get the national teams to talk at some point. But yeah, yeah that was like, that was the craziest part, which I, I'm sure most of our listeners have heard by now, but 
the, the, the Canadian and American uh, teams were over in Finland preparing for the world championship at the time. It was in April, right? Yeah. Around that yeah. time of year. Mm-hmm. And so they actually, while they're at the world championship, they get like, the phone. Yeah, get they get a call the that it's closing. They basically drop everything and mm-hmm. find a conference room. And these two teams that like, well, we've just seen the rivalry. Like we've yeah, seen it through the Olympics. They hate they each other. They don't talk in those, in those kind <laughs> yeah. of like environment setting, you know? Yeah. And then they sit down and they basically this, it was like, what are we going to do? And so how the PWHPA was then formed was like, I'd say it was like a pretty organic thing where it was just like, it started as one phone call. What are we going to do? And then yeah. it became like, okay, we need to like bring somebody on to help govern us. Right. And and, and one thing I'll add to that is, is we on the Canadian side had never seen this. And I don't think the American had seen that any really truly the way they did, but um, there's always this con- concept of creating a union of, mm-hmm. of having the one voice. And um, when we, we spoke about this before Liz, but when they did the whole, um, um, Oh God, uh, they wanted to like, uh, I'm looking for my words right now. Oh, but yeah, the boycott for worlds, <laughs> Jesus in Detroit, in Michigan. Um, they ha- actually came together, but they had spoken to other national teams, like the soccer teams and stuff like that. So I feel like they brought in a little bit more of that that aspect of we need to, you know, un- unionize or like become an association to then mm-hmm. be able to dictate or like have demands or decide uh, where this group should go or the future of women's hockey should go. So I think they brought that a little bit to our side and then made yeah. us kind of like, um, well, discover all that in in a sense. And, and just because they were able to talk with a, a few other um, members of other teams or, or national programs that did the fight. Right. And then Billie Jean King came in, which yes. we won't get too quickly into that, but um, uh, yeah. So that, that I would say they brought that side and then we were just like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very like stereotypical, like Americans and Canadians, like, <laughs> like Americans are, I don't know. Like, and this, there's nothing, but you know, we're just slightly different. Like Canadians yeah. are very just like, do what you're told. Yes, please. Thank you. No, yeah. please. Thank you. You know, and the Americans are like, no, like we need to organize ourselves and yeah. like become a union or, or figure something out and move forward. And we need, we need lawyers. And, you know, and yeah. like through those connections, that was like literally how quickly the PWH was formed was just like, Hey, we need a law team. And so mm-hmm. we brought on Ballard Spar. And then it was like, we need somebody who's been here and done this before. And Billie Jean King, like, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of that conversation because that was, I know it's a surprise, but it was not my, it was not my phone call. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, <think> was, <laughs> I don't know if it was Kendall. I don't even know if she reached out or we reached out in, in this. I, that's something I'd love to actually find I out. I would too. love to know. Um, but uh, I think Kendall has been a big part of that conversation and, and, or um, both. I, I don't even know, but someone reached out to each other or they said, or Ballard, maybe John even mentioned. John? Yeah, John, our lawyer, the the soccer teams and and Billie Jean King worked with them. And it's hard to know the networks. (laughs) And again, organically, these people joined uh, our our fight. And actually, Billie Jean King kind of like when she jumped on board, I was like, damn, like this is going somewhere. I don't even know what she's about to say. Yeah. But I feel like she's bringing the one, the experience and all that. But she's also bringing the the i was like i can't believe she's on the phone call with us actually yeah. <laughs> i'm like this is big there's like, there's like a there's a confidence that like she brings where she's just like she's so um like bought in like she's yeah, just yeah. like this this can work like if you guys yeah you know stay together this can work and like that's kind of how she talks she's just very straightforward and then a lot of class obviously her partner like has been amazing she is like the She's like the cax. <laughs> like she's like she thinks <laughs> through problems. She's like, well, hold on a second. Like, do we really want to do this? Do we really want? You know, how will this look? Like, much more like deep dive. And then Billie Jean is much more like big picture. Like, yeah. let's stay united. Like, we can do this. And and yeah. I think you alluded to that, but the fact that she believed in it from the get go, from the start. Yeah. Then I I was like, okay, if she thinks we can do it. I thought we could potentially do it <laughs> yeah. now I'm in like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know? And then, and then of course, um, Ballard Spar, we mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. like our, our law team that's been working pro bono for us and they've been fantastic. John, yeah. 
you know, who has all, all his experience on the women's, uh, you know, women's side of sport, Dr. I would Simon. say yeah. in, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we talked about, you mentioned Kendall, who's like the president of our board. Yeah. And she's fantastic. Like, yeah, she is one of the nicest people. <laughs> and she, she like has a good balance of, I would say like Billie Jean and Alana. Like she is like yeah. highly motivated and highly bought in, but also very like in tune and aware of cautious and yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think even throughout the years, she, she got better and better. Like the first year, mm-hmm. like um, I remember just like the, she was on top of it again, same way and everything, but I think she didn't have as much experience as she does now that she's in, you know, she's referring a lot to the, the Chicago team, the soccer team that she and her husband are actually part owners in. And I, she's yeah. seen the CBAs. She's seen like player contracts. She's seen like a lot more in yeah. that sense and has learned probably a ton about the league itself. So it's so good to have those kind of input too when when it comes in. And I can tell like now, like she's, I don't know her and and her and actually Hillary Knight and, and, uh, and Jenner and Nurse have been impressing me in, a lot in the yes. in these conversations and it's just good everyone is on top of their stuff and, and i could name you know gags as well too everyone is just giving good inputs and yeah i'd say that uh when the the first few meetings and then you know i think candle's the one that went and opened the account for the p-dub and then transferred it to a company like it just everything happened yeah. so organically but so perfectly put with the right kind of humans in place and so fast and, and yeah. that's exactly it like i was just gonna say it's it's been fun to really watch this board develop because um you know in the beginning naturally like kim sass Alyssa, myself uh you know we were really concerned like okay we need to take care of our non-national team players mm-hmm. like we need to make sure this is not just about the olympians like we have yeah. also sacrificed a lot to be here and like now now it's like like you just kind of watch like you said those those like the yeah. leaders and you know the national team girls be like wait, wait, wait a second like but what does that mean for the non-national you know they like yeah. they've developed yeah. an advocacy for all of the players and i think that's one thing that's like really inspiring is like it's kept all of us bought in like mm-hmm. it, it, it's it cannot be about just the national team girls that was yeah. like from the onset yeah that was like from from the beginning too i felt like the I feel like even in, in the, like, I thought we would have to fight to get them to like, Hey, you know, there's us too, (laughs) like, you know, and it was kind of like the first thing they actually said, it's like, we're nothing without you guys. So we like, we are no, like no better. And it's all about you guys being able to like play. Cause there is going to be a spot to play hockey anyways, like both national programs would take care of them. Right. So, and in order to keep the games going and everything or keep them active basically. So they've, they did the flip side and kind of like, no, we need these guys to play and we need the pool to stay active and, um, and elevate everybody. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of the goal is that it's not just the resources going to the national team girls. It's that we could have resources for players across the board, which is going to inherently make them better, but also make others better and then make it more competitive. Yeah. So, yeah. and then, and then later on, like we were a few months down the road when we hired, brought Jaina on, hired Jaina. I feel like I have to like, like you have to Jana say she works for a us. huge shout out right now because <laughs> of the last episode, I laid the hammer down and told her that she works for me, but no, she, she, is, she did say it in a, in a press conference the next day after or something yes. like that. She's like, technically I work for the players and yes. it's true. And people need to understand that too. And I think it's, it's fair that you said it the way you said it, Noxie. You don't worry about it. I mean, I was being like a little bit uh, like not sarcastic. I don't know what the word is, but you know what I mean? Like I was like kind of yeah. little, little tongue in cheek there, but no. And like, honestly, Jaina is phenomenal. Like this is, this is a player that I was lucky enough to play with in Brampton, but she is exactly as she comes across, like she's so even keel. Never yeah. too high, never too low. Just always steady, stay the course. She's an incredible leader. And she's like also doing her MBA right now. Like, like at the same time of, uh, at the same time as like every single meeting. Yeah. Great. Like, like trying to organize showcases, trying to build a league, trying to do this, like meeting with investors, meeting with sponsors, like organizing the players, making sure the players are happy. Like 
Yeah. Like how, and she has three kids. Like how yeah. this woman does this, I, I will never know, but we are. Uh, and they are a really small, small team of, uh, you know, humans that work with Jaina to help her out with all this too. So, so, you know, a lot of them are wearing different hats and, you know, um, if it's marketing or sponsorships or, you know, operations, um, I think, yeah. I think they, it's impressive what they can do with very, um, little resources. And I think that, you know, shout out to all the, also all the, the GMs and the coaches that are here and trying to, to make the showcases or the, the team, you know, to stay active and everything. I think that's another aspect, you know, they're, they're doing it for the greater good as well too. Mm -hmm. And not because they're, they're making huge salary with the PWHPA. Um, let's be honest. Yeah. So. And it's, it's, it is work, right? Like it's a ton yeah. of work for these coaches and, and GMs to um, everything from like hotel rooms and, and booking and stuff like that to just like showing up to the rink on, you know, a Wednesday at 10 o'clock at night. Exactly. Like it's, it's not easy on anybody. No, no, no. And it's a, uh, they're doing it because they believe in what, you know, we're trying to do, I think mm -hmm. first and foremost. And then, uh, After that, they get to know us and what, like the voice, like even at first they're curious and they get in and they're, they understand then why. And then they're even more committed. Like we've, we've had, uh, we've added a couple of coaches here. Uh, Peter Smith is now with us too. The uh, retired head coach of Miguel. Hold sure another retirement. Yeah. Yeah. He came back. It's a thing. It's a, <laughs> people come back from retirement to help. How that happens. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, it's just fun to see that. And, and again, if we recap quick, quickly, the P-Dub was formed because the C-Dub folded, but yeah, mm -hmm. it was probably, you know, something that needed to happen in order for this game to evolve the way it did in the past two, three years through COVID and the pandemic. And yeah. then where it's going is so encouraging. And, and it we see it as a slow process, but I feel like it has already changed in terms of the, the, the demands and people are not questioning what yeah. we are asking for anymore. Yeah. It's, oh, oh, yeah. It's in, the beginning, it was, it. in the beginning, it was God. like, it was like, wait, you guys want to get play. paid? To play yeah. hockey, like, yeah. and were, there's a league. Just go play. Um, yeah. it, we get that. Thank, yeah. thank you, thank you. Or hey, oh, I'll start a league for you. I'll yeah. start a league oh, for yeah. you. This was that my was, uh, the amount was, of times. That was a fun phase. It was like a yeah. quick, like four weeks after the CHL folded, and there yeah. was. And before you go, time out. Nothing against these people. Absolutely love no. the fact you guys wanted to help and everything, and and started yes. this. But we we just wanted a bit bigger but go ahead i have so many of those too <laughs> no it's and you're right like it's all it's all the people who like you just want to see women's hockey progress and yeah i think as the players like you say we appreciate it but at the end of the day we're looking back like well we don't want to just slap a band-aid we don't even want to yeah. slap a price tag on it like we want to build something yeah. that is like has longevity right mm -hmm. so it was a fun phase though <laughs> I, there is some like the dms very, are like oh very quick one. Like, here's what you need to do. Okay. Thank you. I, I, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's good. Or I'll, I'll start a league and you guys, uh, I'll start a league and I'll name it this. Like you remember the logos represented everything. So one I was the like, that, one of the ones that came to me was like that the players would go out and sell tickets. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like selling almonds. Like we would just go sell door to your door chocolate and, bar sell, and sell and chocolate bar and some tickets. I did. I do want to say that there is some uh, some uh, propositions, I guess, that looked really like good too, and people oh, yeah. were trying really hard to yeah, to align all... with our visions. Like, yeah. there's some funny one, and there was some like very, yeah. uh, you know, the the amount of like partners that could be involved in, yeah. and the 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 people's kind of like visions and everything, and and it was just not necessarily the right timing when these came yeah. up um but again right now and where it's at and without covid without the pandemic and everything kind of like a little bit clearer um you know it's that's when the people can come up and talk with the the yeah. PWHPA now and i think the, that's like that's a fair indication that people really do want to invest in women's sports right yeah. now and like mm -hmm. women's hockey is you know arguably the biggest area of opportunity right now Um, you know, and women's soccer too in, in Canada, like still yeah. striving for a women's a professional women's soccer league in Canada. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. And it, it, you know, like you say, it's, it's not a bad thing that we had people looking to help. Um, but there were definitely some, 
some, some, some funny, funny ones. <laughs> Let's put it that way. There's this a lot of the great other thing ones. I was going to say. <laughs> I keep seeing like, I don't know who it is, but somebody keeps saying that the PWHPA shut down the CWHL. And I'm like, oh God, you got it. You got it backwards. <laughs> Actually, it's the opposite. We thought yeah. the CW was healthy. We yeah. thought that. We thought, <laughs> honestly, we thought our, our meeting was going to be like, oh, we just got on this big investor, this big sponsor. And like- congratulations. <laughs> the Boston team is now like switching. Minnesota is joining yeah. us. Like, yeah. this is what we thought. Like, honest to God, I remember texting you before. I'm like, oh my God, I'm pumped about this call. Like, yeah. Gonna this is going to be like sick. The play, like we're going to hear something about it. And uh, <laughs> it was the total opposite people. It was yeah. the most shocking phone call and just, you and don't like, know what to say and do. And you're like, but what now? Oh, you go like, and figure it out players. Yeah. No, no resources to, you. No, Oh, here's a, a black book of our contacts. Like literally nothing. They didn't give us anything, which is part that part probably pissed me off the most honestly mm-hmm. it was like i think we can say it now yeah it pissed me off other than when they sold our trophies oh, which, and jerseys yeah um, and jerseys and I, I understand they had to liquidate everything like i get it but like symbolically in sports like you're seriously gonna sell trophies on kijiji basically to like bill and there's some good people that bought them and want to repurpose uh, yes. them for the future of like in whatever happens next or whatever, yeah. <clears throat> or they were big fans. So, but yeah, that was like an ultimate low, I'd say. Yeah. Um, uh, and yes, the, we, the PWHPA's goal is never to take over a league or to kill a league, no. whatever that is like, please no. get that out of your heads. Um, I, I, we are simply an association that wants to get something better than whatever is already existing yes. at this very moment. Yes. That's all. Which like, probably should have been done before. Like, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, like, was this our responsibility? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but it landed on how. us. Yeah. It landed on us. And, and here we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's like the nuts and bolts, I would say of the PWHPA, yeah. how we, how we started where we came from, um, where we're going is to be determined. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And before we move on, like just, you know, um, all these rumors, I've had a a couple like, so is the league starting next? Like, I'm like, (laughs) next guys, (laughs) uh, these are rumors. We are on the board and um, we will let you know when these things are actually officially out in the public or out mm-hmm. even to us. Um, I think people are, are moving a little bit too quickly, but at the same time, anyone that's looking at the, you know, the, the scene and, and kind of like analyze, analyzing what's going on mm-hmm. in the world and then women's hockey and the momentum that's happening. I get it. I get why they're assuming something's happening next year or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, just, just wait for us to, to, one announce it as an association please before these things are coming out in in, like newspapers or like i think in the french land it was uh, like radio canada radio canada like cbc whatever and someone was like hey it's in that so it must be true i'm like well i like no actually (laughs) i don't know what to tell you but it's not there it's not there um are we closer and closer to something probably closer than three years ago absolutely We'd, um, we'd better be <laughs> <laughs> exactly if not, i'm staying in mexico <laughs> like are we looking forward to you know announce a few things in the future absolutely too yeah. we'll see like just wait people yeah. i'm and and once it's out we promise on this pod to go in details about yes. what it means and what you know things are at officially and whatnot. So I think that's, that's kind of the fun part about this. Like uh, this podcast is, you know, it's like inside player, you know, you're on the board. I'm an advisor. Like if there's something to tell, we will, we will know about it. So yeah. We promise to give you enough details so you don't need to make your own kind of assumptions. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And part of the, all that, um, you know, hype or momentum or whatever has been the NHL involvement in our last three tour stops, yeah. uh, obviously, and uh, Ottawa, Washington, now Pittsburgh. So we're going to kind of recap a little bit Washington. I was there and then a little bit of the rivalry rematch, um, 
you know, which Cax was able to, I, I still haven't watched it. I, I've watched <laughs> the clips that are on the Twitter when I have my Wi-Fi down here, but um, yeah, Washington was fantastic. Like Meg Turner talked about it a little bit. Um, like we landed, they shuttled us to, to the rink. We, mm-hmm. we played at the caps uh, practice rink. Yeah. And it's actually really cool. It's like a parking garage, but then the rink is on top. So like okay. great, great ergonomic footprint. Good on them for that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we were met with a staff by a staff member outside. He took all of our bags and we're all kind of like, uh, you know, do you want us to, this is not you? what we do. Usually yeah. <laughs> we carry these things and we we're like do. looking at this building and the ring is on top of it. So we're like, are you sure you don't want a hand? Like there's, you know, <laughs> there was like 12 of us. Cause we came in like two different flights. Yeah. So we're just like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. He said, no, no, you guys are pro athletes. Like this is what we did for Seattle last night. So you guys get the same treatment. And we're all just kind of like, Oh, that's, that's really I like nice you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the staff were fantastic. Like, um, I, cu- I couldn't even name them all, but everything from like photographer to game day staff to, uh, our coordinate Pete, like everyone was just so like involved, so professional, wanted to make sure our experience of not only the capitals organization, but of the city was great. And the girls did a tour of the monuments, um, just a fantastic group of people working, uh, behind the scenes there. And then, like I said, the facilities were amazing. Uh, great fans. The fans came out, uh, obviously as like a Canadian team playing in the States, like this rivalry doesn't stop at the Olympics. Like <laughs> nobody was cheering for us. Oh, for sure. They, they probably were booing. Well, there was, there, the was Toronto actually, team. there was one group of fellas, I would say that we may have met at a restaurant the night before. Um, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Let's be okay. honest. We were out for beers after Friday's game and they came out to Sunday, which is really nice. Uh, okay they were able to get their hands on a couple of our away jerseys. So actually the one guy was like probably seven feet tall. Like he must've been a basketball player and he was wearing Lauren Gable's Jersey. Oh, and like, he made this thing look like a crop top. Like you guys on Friday and then you convinced them or just said, come watch us. And then yeah, that's awesome. Much. We were all out. Like the whole team was out and Boston was out as well. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Cause we had played them on Friday and yeah, like, you know, it just, it was just a, a, a little bar across the street from the hotel and we had Saturday off. So it was like ideal situation for us, um, work or, or play Friday, Sunday. And yeah, so we, we got into one a little bit, had a few drinks and then, you know, the table is right beside us. And we just said, Hey, like, he's like, what are you like? What, like, what's your sport? Obviously. Like, yeah, you can, you can, you can tell. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> You can tell a group of I love athletes. when they guess the absolute like wrong sport. Like, are you a yeah. swimmer? That's that's my uh, favorite. <laughs> beach volleyball player, like this face is not meant for beach volleyball. Those are girls you are a all gorgeous. <laughs> Sorry, do you have you seen this? They're great. And then we're they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna like we told them we're gonna play on Sunday, it's a championship game, like and they came out, which is amazing because the rest of the crowd, like I was about to say. I saw a yeah. black girl hockey club that was there. Um, the, the Washington spirit came their their women's soccer, soccer team. A um, couple of the guys from the caps came like, it wow. was just, it was There's incredible. a lot of people there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I saw the trophy actually. That was my, one of my questions, the end of, uh, NWSL yeah. uh, trophy and a little bit of a joke. So they came in and then did, did they do like a pack ceremonial thing? And then no, or they you, it was just, just a meet and greet they, they literally just came to the game. Like they, Dick. like we didn't get to meet. I, I mean, I, maybe they had something upstairs, like while we were in the game, but yeah. um, they gave like for the girls that went on the tour of Washington, they gave all of them scarves, like yeah. their team so, scarves. Uh, yeah. And yeah, they brought the trophy and that thing is freaking heavy. Like <laughs> I, I'm not exaggerating. It probably weighs like 40 to 45 pounds. Like it was like, it okay. was a good weight. And the cool wow. thing in their league is that, they actually get to keep that trophy. Cause I was like, Oh, so do you only keep this for the time that you win? And they say, no, they recreate it every year. And then as a team, you get to keep it. That is cool. Really cool. I'm thinking about it. I feel like, no. Yeah, that is very <laughs> cool. It was yeah. not the Clarkson cup. Let me tell you that one. <laughs> no, no. Cl- a classic trophy, but classic not, trophy, not the Clarkson cup. Went but through a lot. It did. It, 
broke several times, I want to say. (laughs) Yes. And got shakes quite a bit. Um, But yeah, I was to go back to that. I was actually pumped that you guys uh, were going to meet them or, or even like, I think it's awesome when sports supports sports, like in university or in college, you always go, yes, you're friends with them, but it's encouraged for players or like student athletes to go and watch, you know, other sports. And, and I think you get to, like this, the, the games that they play because you, you meet them because yes. you, you get to know the people and you also understand a bit more. And usually what I hear on women's, on, well, about women's hockey is, oh yeah, yeah. I've never been, I'm not going or, and then they finally come. They're like, wow, like this is actually really good. Yes. I'm like, and I think that's something that our players probably miss about university hockey. Yes. Like I know I certainly do is like you become friends with like your men's team and then Mm-hmm. you know, you support each other through playoffs and there's a, it's a different relationship because you, you get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you get yeah. the whole experience, not just being a hockey player, but you get the pressures that you're under and highs and lows and mm-hmm. playing well, not playing well, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a relationship that, you know, I would love to see at a professional level. And that, you know, I, you know, one, one sport that does it really well is the WN, the basketball. WNBA yep. NBA is so good. Yeah. Like the guys know, I was watching quickly a clip, but the guys know exactly who everyone is in the WNBA. And yeah. the questions were like, Hey, who would you pick for right. like a three V yes. three tournament? Yeah. And the guys were like, boom, like just raff, like raffle names every like, yeah. okay, okay. I think I'm not saying the NHL guys don't know any of us, um, but it was cool. Cause it wasn't just the Hillary Knights and, Mary Ooh, and, Blends, and <laughs> Kendall coin, you know, or Decker, right. Those yeah. would be like four that come up for sure. A ton. Yeah. Um, and then I, I just thought it was cool because it wasn't just the Sue birds that were named yes. in the WNBA one by the yeah. NBA guys. It was like, you know, everyone from like Boston to like, sorry, not Boston from any teams from Vegas to, to Seattle to anywhere. So it was very yeah. cool to see. And, and, you know, I don't and know. Like they, just, they know their style of play. Like they're like, Oh, I'm going to yeah. need somebody like, you know, fast or whatever. And yeah, they yeah, like yeah. knew how these players played. The other league that I would say like rivals that, and I don't know for sure on the, on the social side, but uh, in Australia, they're, they're like Aussie rules football league is okay. like, they're like partnered. So they like share oh. the same logo. Uh, they share the same facilities and it's like a really cool experience. Obviously, actually I should shout out my, my Aussie fam now because I lived down there for a year and I had a, a fantastic time playing hockey down there, which is That's amazing. wild when you come back to North America, people <laughs> are like, they play hockey in Australia. But I know that I have seen on Twitter, um, we have some fans from kind of all around the world, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to my, my Melbourne family there. but and and you know what and that's the thing is like this the sports like structures we we get so like uh tunnel vision by this is how you know this is how it's done in north america and and there's so much to learn in the world of sport and absolutely successful models out there so yeah we're we're picking and choosing the 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 pros and cons i mean i think that's the benefit that we have of stepping away is that we don't have to negotiate anything right now we can literally say these are our standards and if you're in great and if you're not that's okay too yeah and it it allows you to probably skip like a few years of like yeah like you know the WNBA has been created like let's say 50 years ago well maybe you were like because of that because we learned from everyone else and we you get to like again learn from other you know business model or sports model whatever it is league league models (laughs) um maybe you can skip 20 years out of like yeah. the pain that they went through and start, you know, at a better spots than they ever started. Or maybe they start at the spots that they're at. Yeah. And thanks to them, thanks yes. to everyone that has fought, you know, to, to get to where they're at with like all the benefits and everything that they're signing, because I don't think those would be even like conversations that people could no. have in the future and, and, or. Yeah. And we you know. couldn't ask for it like out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like if, if nobody had, you know, said, I don't know, I want childcare benefits like yeah. in the WNBA, then we can't just like out of the blue be, Oh, we're going to be the first ones to do like, no, somebody wants to make sure that this is worked somewhere else. Like it, it, yeah. it would, not that it would be impossible, but I just feel like the risk factor would be a lot greater. No, and for so sure. Or it would like take longer. Say, it would take like yes. years to get it approved versus like, Oh yeah, 
makes sense. Like all these demands that people have done before us. Yeah. I think, uh, and before any other leagues, like right now that are renegotiation, renegotiating their like CBAs or anything, like they're in such better shape than they were probably when they yes. first started too. So, and like you very, say, we're, we're, we lean on, on their, the work of their shoulders, really. Yeah. Like they've, they've carved out a space for, Thanks Women's to all sports. of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks guys. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. So let's, let's change topics a little bit. Uh, I do want to hear about the rivalry rematch. Like I said, yeah. I was able to catch some highlights Yeah, and obviously they didn't disappoint. I want to start right from before you can puck drop with the, <laughs> the Canadian puck. It was so that good. Came in. That was so good. I think, <clears throat> I'm not sure, like, I don't know who had the idea, but I think it was genius. But the women's team showed up in very different or various style of Canadian tuxedos. All denim. Say. denim. All denim. denim. <laughs> All denim. And I think, I think one of my favorite, if you guys can go check it out, but Blair Turnbull <laughs> had like a, an overall like skirt jean skirt. <laughs> like, I don't even know how. And then she was wearing a plaid, uh, a shirt too, like red and black, probably the, the Canadian one. Yeah. And, you know, with her Pittsburgh, like uh, Jersey attached it around her waist and stuff. She was just so good. It was perfect. <laughs> I mean, I think, it was I, really good. Was it Tampa Bay who did it? Cause somebody had, had yeah. done it in the NHL had done it recently. So yeah, I'm I sure think there it, was some inspiration there. Yeah. The guys all had it. I think they were in Nashville. I think it, yeah. is that the, it was a classic in Nashville and they, they did something like that or that checks yeah. Out. Something like yeah, that. It does. But I will say that the girls did really well. Like from, yeah, it was like full on talks to like, uh, I don't even know. Like some people are like, obviously the hats with it and everything. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just, uh, it was good. If you guys can go get, go take a look at their uh, Instagrams. Uh, no, there's a couple we'll, of stories there. Um, we'll fire that one up. Yeah, and, yeah. and like you say, like it's, uh, it's fun. Right. And that was the, that was the purpose of this game. It was to bring yeah. hockey to Pittsburgh, have fun with it. Um, it looked like both teams put on a show. I saw the highlight of the goals. Like Niter's goal was like classic Hillary Knight, but just yeah. so dirty. <laughs> she well, like the yeah right left back in. Yeah, it's in. It was a great move, great breakaway too. Yeah, nice little pass. Um, I think I think it was one or two, nothing when she scored. I can't remember exactly, but, uh, that did help, uh, and give a lot of like, you know, the fans loved it obviously. Yes. And they were cheering and, and uh, it was good. It was good to see. And, and as you said it, like the game, yes, it was for fun. And like, you know, it was presented by the PWHPA. So the jerseys were, you know, jerseys were sick by the way, too. That is another thing. Like the Canadian tire, uh, was a partner uh, yes. for that too, as well. And, and you could tell they were like the NHL kind of quality, uh, jerseys yeah. as well too, same as ours. And uh, yeah, it was just good to, it was good to see them, yes, w- wanting to put a show on the ice and everything, but also being so, uh, um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna put a show. They're gonna play hard. It's still gonna be like tough to play against each other in the terms of like they're gonna hit each other. They're gonna go at it. They're gonna. It's not just for fun. Like hey, like here's the puck or anything. They're always gonna want to compete. Yeah. Um, but it was good because like we saw all the players play too. Like uh, all three goalies uh, went yes. in as well too. And they each got a periods, uh, a period, sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it was, uh, you know, I don't know. They each, they, it was, it was, it was fun to watch. It was, uh, I was impressed because n- not going to lie, they didn't practice or do much since the Olympics. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, I'm sure they just, well, I know the, some of the Canadian girls went on vacation. Exactly. And, and, and you win a gold medal. So you're not necessarily just putting water in your body at that yeah. point. Like, yeah. um, so there's probably a couple of things that like, you know, the, oh, your body is feeling it then. And not to take anything away from the game. I thought they did an awesome job. I thought they, they, you know, competed. They, they did um, put on a show. And again, Canada was like all over them for a bit. And then us had some, you know, uh, burst here and there and, uh, in their zone and we're like wheeling and dealing in there. But uh, I'll say too, like none of the NCAA players were yes. actually allowed to play in that game. So yes. with that being Compliance said, rules. 
Uh, yeah, compliance rules and everything. They were there uh, to support and, and be there to like meet uh, fans and everything, which was awesome. Um, but USA only had three lines. And I uh, I think I don't 5D, 4, maybe 5D. I think they were able to do a 4D. Um, we both talked about it. Like <laughs> bench management at the Olympics probably prepared them for this. this <laughs> they had three lines, but they only played two before. So they were in good hands. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. But again, it would go to, um, yes. you know, no tier scenario. And, uh, and okay. I like, I wasn't going to say it, but. Pulan again. Yes, (laughs) obviously in overtime. And like the play itself was like, honestly, okay, regardless of how the puck went in the net, it was very Sidney Crosby 2010. The cutback. I mean, you have Kendall Coyne on your back, right? She is fast. Yes. And she's agile and little like shimmy that she did and then came back, just gave her like that. And she, Kendall wasn't far. Like she was back at it. Like she didn't get like, completely you know faked out i guess but she gave herself just enough space to come back and have that chance to and i think she was going for mellow i think she oh was yeah going to no question for dao no uh, question that was coming in behind keller and then poor keller hits her skates <laughs> and just you know yeah. goes right in I hate to and see that hensley again has a goalie how does that feel actually uh, you know like you know what it's just like a fuck <laughs> that's, that's literally it's just like that, eh? like you can't you can't get mad at your like your d did nothing wrong no she you was did there. nothing wrong like it's just like one of those places that you're just like well that's just how it goes actually i remember speaking of funny goals this is a sidebar but um there was one game in the cw days we were playing and how he was in net and she had a puck like we we're playing against calgary i don't know if we talked about this in her episode or not but I don't know. she had a puck that like went underneath like her pad into like where your skate is like the toe cap of your skate yeah got stuck in there she didn't know where it was so she like butterflied around and then it kicked out into the net so it's just like (laughs) like sometimes you just like catch it yeah yeah you're just like okay is this my luck and unfortunately for obviously the americans like it just felt like oh well fuck that's that's our luck right now like yeah you know, typical, like, right? Like I'm yeah. sure after, you know, they they were like chatting in the middle too. And that's, um, I don't know who was talking to Pooh. I, I think it was Nider or whatever. And that they're just talking and probably saying like, typical, yeah. you would put it yeah. in. And then Great job, you couldn't, Pooh. you couldn't let us have it in OT, right? <laughs> like you couldn't, you know, so it was, I guess the, the part two was, was fun. And um, at the end of the game, like it was just, they were there for the people there and they put on yeah. a clinic to, uh, prior to that game and and you know again it was to promote women's hockey and i think they did a phenomenal job in terms of like the game itself and then everything else above and beyond to like meet the fans like i don't know if you saw the lines for the signatures after the game but it was going pretty much around the rank like people wanted to meet them and and that was the sense yeah yeah yeah, that was a that was a, a big thing. And and you know, this is the first time we see this after the Olympics. And I feel like if we keep seeing these kind of like rivalry rematch or tour that you know soccer does and and it's been brought up now to the to our game, I, I think that these games would benefit like it would our fans would benefit a lot from mm-hmm. you know getting to see these two teams playing each other again in different scenarios, maybe, but yet as intense as they would be prior to the Olympics or at the Olympics. So yeah. um, I hope we, we do it more and more. And, and it was fun to see, you know, Cassie and uh, Jaina were coaching the Canadian yeah. team and Cami Granado was on the other side. So, you know, those are like, I, I mean, you're, you're, I guess idols are, are coaching you as well too, as, as they are players. Right. And they, uh, you know, Cass doesn't want to coach or whatever. I, I texted her. I was like, Hey, you look good behind that. Pen. She's like, no, not happening. <laughs> but uh, it was, it was, it was just good. It was a good um, atmosphere. And um, you could tell the coaches were, were, you know, intense as well too. I said, Cass walking like down the bench a couple of times to try oh, to figure yeah. out what the OT rules are going to be. And you can't you know, take that out of a, out of a hockey player. And, no, and so- that's, that's like, honestly having those legends behind the bench is probably a very full circle moment for them as well right like they've they went through you know as much if not maybe more 
of the uphill battle and, and trying to earn, you know, the credibility yeah. in their sport and their craft and doing it full time and being taken seriously as a pro athlete. And so they get it. And now you're seeing it, like, you're just seeing the momentum. I just feel like this, this momentum is just like so forceful right now. And it's like, here you are in Pittsburgh, you know, hosted by the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah. on this huge surface. And yeah. like, it's just, it, it feels like it's just a full circle moment. And I love that they, they want to be part of it too. You know, yes. I think that's the the other cool part. Like we're talking, let's say Cassie and, and Cammy, like both are, you know, pretty busy people, I'd say women. Uh, <laughs> and Cass has probably had a game with, with the flames that night or that day and decided to, no, sorry, I can't do this game. I'm actually going to uh, the women's rivalry and I'm going to be part of it. And yeah. I want to bring it over and same thing for Cammy. And, and I just think it's, it's good and we appreciate it. And um, it means a lot to us, the players, but I think to everyone that's ever been a fan or was a fan of watching, let's say Cassie Campbell play hockey. Yeah. Well, now you get to watch your coach, these phenomenal yeah. athletes on top of it. Right. So I think it's awesome that they want to give back to the game. And, you know, Cassie said it in their and our episode with her, and it's more so about doing the, the work in the background and, and pushing the way she can, right. Instead of tweeting, she'll call. Yeah. <laughs> the and, president and of out, any, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Building out that history that, you know, like we want, we want to kind of freeze these moments in time because this is a very pivotal part, you know, hopefully yeah. in, in the longevity of our game. And I did want to mention too, the, the jerseys from the game. Uh, you talked about them a little bit, obviously beautiful jerseys. I love that they stayed obviously true to the the, the colors, two yeah. national team colors, yeah. but the sales of those, they went, they went for sale and the sales went to the Penn's foundation, um, which is uh, champions of youth in their community on and off wow. the ice to the power of hockey. So that was a cool thing too. Like I, I love, awesome. I actually, you know, maybe we'll have to do some research, but um, this group of women that we represent in the PWHBA is a very uh, like highly community oriented group. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of what, you know, propels our identity in leaving this game better than we found it. It's just that these are people that really want to give the game back to others. And it's about, yeah. you know, you're not giving back to the game, but you're giving the game to others and people who um, either can't afford it or, you know, don't see themselves in it or, you know, whatever it may be. And I would love to have, uh, you know, a section where we can maybe like promote some of our, yeah. our players organizations. So it's like you said, Kendall Cohen Schofield has her own foundation. Brianne mm -hmm. Decker has a foundation. Um, Brianne Jenner runs, you know, a school. I'm pretty sure she has a foundation as well. It's just yeah. like, there's so many ways to give back. Yeah. And each, each teams this year too, is also helping in their own communities in terms of like uh, organizations uh, that they wish they could help for. It could be from, um, you know, it could be a, a breast cancer foundation that they want to help or, um, anyone with like from, you know, youth, uh, growth and, and make sure that they are allowed or get a chance to join a sports of any kind of whatever it, it might be. But every team this year is, is, uh, wanting or wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. And, and again, Courtney is helping us out <laughs> to run this whole thing. And, and, you know, it's, uh, it, it's just good. I think, I think you said it, but it's all in us. We, we, we want people to help us create something, but we also want to help the, the people. I think that drives us more yeah. than, than anything else. So yeah. Um, reaching back has, has been a part. And like you said, Courtney Cito should, uh, yeah. has been a great advisor to us, uh, you know, particularly in, in helping focus on uh, racialized groups and, and minorities. Yeah, mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing, like, the, the thing, the only thing that's kept all of us in the game this long is just that we love it. And yeah. when you share that love, like you want to give it, you know, it's, it's only as good as it is, you know, as far as you can send it to yeah. somebody so else. We could, so. we could probably touch on those as well too in the, in our next few episodes, we'll have a little section for it too. And, yeah. And promote these organi organizations. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Feel good story. <laughs> well, I, I feel like, you know, we, we've given a good rundown um, of the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be having a guest on our next episode on Tuesday who it will be to be determined, but well, we, we don't do know, but they don't know. <laughs> they, That's they don't all it know. is. <laughs> Um, but of course, Peterborough Pete's hosting yeah, the game yes. at PMC 705 on March 26th. That'll be an exciting game. And I wanted to talk about this all-female broadcast team, Katrina Quazin, Megan Roy, and Julia Toshri. I hope I said all those right. Nice. Um, 
yeah, really cool that they, that the Pete's, you know, want to have an all female broadcast team, female staff help put, you know, our voice on the game. And I'm really looking forward to, to being there, to playing and uh, see the crowd that we get in Peterborough. I so can't wait be to beat you during that <laughs> game. No, <laughs> just kidding. Actually, I did see somebody posted, we'd have to wear each other's jerseys for the next three episodes. Okay. So okay. We could, I like we that. Could, we could arrange that. Yeah. We could arrange that. Uh, I think tickets, that's a good one. At tickets.memorialcenter.ca. And then cats. Yeah. I want to, you know, we said that we would say things ahead or maybe when it happens and, and describe a bit more. I am so pumped. Um, the actual dream gap tour is finally stopping in Montreal and we're going to have a showcase. Yeah. I I'm pumped. I hope we fill up this, this, this arena. Um, oh. we haven't seen hockey or women's hockey in a little while now. I think two years officially we had a couple games prior, but guys, second and third of April weekend, you have to be at the auditorium, the Ver Verdun. So Verdun, Verdun auditorium. <laughs> um, this is where we will be playing. Um, the showcase is called the cortex showcase. Proudly partnered with the Center 2102, who we all know Danielle Savajo is a big part of. And um, all four teams that should be there will be Harvey's so Montreal team, Bauer, Boston, Adidas from Minnesota, and Scotiabank from Calgary. And you might be able to see some of your favorite players from Toronto in a couple of these teams. We'll see how That's, it goes. We will see. I'm so pumped. And like you said, the fans in Montreal are oh. you know top-notch. I know that they're going to sell it out. Uh, I'm so looking forward to, to watching those games. And uh, Mon you know, Montreal fans, you heard it here. We need to Montreal. represent. Everyone needs to be there. The it's happening. Is on. The it's happening. Is on. Yeah. And we're going to try to get uh, some of our, our beautiful Olympians to come and, and, you know, meet and greet and watch the games as well, too. So oh, you don't want to miss be, that. You don't want to miss that. Lots it. of fun to be had. All right. Oh, well, yeah. we will see you April 2nd and 3rd. And of course, Peter Ropeets, uh, March 22nd. Uh, March 26th. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> The Noxie and Cax Show on SDPN, produced in partnership with the PWHPA. Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at CareLMR. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out sdpn.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. Freestyle!